This boy and girl are going to be well equipped when the time comes to take their places as worthy members of adult society. Boom. Taking off with Elijah Ray before he takes off from Boulder to Medford, Oregon. That's right. That's right. Here we go. Um, this is a real honor for me to be here. And I don't fully understand it, actually. Mm. I am like – typically my questions in podcasts are much more narrowed in and detailed. But like for some reason, I just want to ask you, like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> and what is your life? <laughs> Which yes. would be – that could take us anywhere. Let's get ready for a four-hour podcast, friends, because that's a big question. I, I will say I've seen Elijah Ray here in Boulder perform two times now in the last four nights, once on New Year's Eve, right before the it became 2020, and you are definitely a musical genius. Mm. Oh, thank you, brother. So I, my, I believe my musical gift, in a way, in the industry would be able to recognize mm-hmm. music, uh, talent, not only in music, but in other realms. You've and got the ear. You know what to listen for. Well, you're definitely, I think last night you described it as an angel lullaby. That's mm. quite accurate. Mm. That's probably a very good description for my opinion. So thank you for doing what you do, first oh, of all. Mahalo. Thank you. It's an honor. And I have to say, I, I'm learning. I feel like a baby, to be honest with you. I feel like I'm learning something new every day, every single time I have an opportunity to share, to to create sound, to get on stage and perform or even last night to just have a little intimate moment with community and just draw souls closer together it's like to show up with such innocence and readiness to feel our way through a moment together and and create gold out of the lead of the moment is uh, it's my favorite thing so i actually consider myself a sonic alchemist more than anything else because it's really about taking the elements that are present in the space and then creating something uh, beautiful with that. So that's my prayer. It's super special. Mm. It is. Um, yeah, I'm a bit kind of speechless about it. And I, because I feel like I have so much to talk about and uh, so much to be in awe about, I figured I'd use this technology, which I believe technology can be a tool or a weapon depending on whose Amen. hands it is that's in right. and what the intention it is. And this is literally, we're playing with fire yeah. right now oh, yeah. in this, so many ways. This could be like the tool of our greatest connection and victory as a species, or it could be our downfall. It's, it's, uh, it's up to us, really. And so I've taken action on that. I felt aligned with taking action on that. And I have been managing the creation of the Breaking Normal app. And one element of the app is to have a game where instead of having a bunch of people or two people in their room together being distracting themselves and scrolling their lives away on their phone, why don't we use this, as you were just alchemizing and alluding to, as a tool for connection? And I think this game is really good at that. So I figured we'd play it for a few minutes Let's do it, and man. then see where that takes us Let's because we have a pretty tight creative constraint for a deep dive here, about 20 more minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So let's see what the Breaking Normal game does for us. And I kind of explained it to you, and uh, you ready? I'm ready. I have All no right. idea what we're getting into, but I like it. It's going to ask us some questions and um, guide us in a way that they want us to answer it. Okay. And the embodiment will switch we're, to whether you're speaking or singing. We're physically leaning into this. Yeah, yeah here we go. The fire it. is spark. Daniel, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you? Embody it. Okay, so I'll be speaking it in this case. Wow. I would say this getting this divorce in a way, mm, mm. In, and I mean this in like in the, all the layers, there was not funniness. Yeah. There, This has not been funny, but it, there has been divine affirmations along the way that – 
it makes it seem like a cosmic comedy that mm. when I can really pay attention to the details of what's going on, mm. I can only laugh. Right. Or cry. Yes, I know. Thank you. <laughs> well said. Elijah, describes your personality. Sing it. Oh, shit. Sing my personality. Wow, wow, this game knows what's up. Randomness is divine. Where is the energy most in you? Sing it. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Oh, the energy in me right now. I feel it the most. I feel it the most in my fingertips. Mm. I feel it the most in my mouth and my tongue and my saliva. I feel it in the fluttering of my heart that feels to be dancing in a butterfly pavilion of sorts. <laughs> it's beautiful. Mm. And it is awesome. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Mm. Who's my hero? I'm just gonna embody it by uh just doing a little chair like It's gonna get one of those in there. <laughs> one of one of many spectrums of heroes, but MJ I gotta just give it up for you right now. And you have full 10 seconds if there's anything left for him. Full 10 seconds. Oh. Ah, ah. Come on. Ah. We were just talking about MJ all morning. So he's he's just in the space right now. So yeah, hey. give thanks. Hello. Give thanks. What is success? Speak it. Ooh, success, first of all, is a word. Mm. It's a word created by another man. Mm. And um, for the context of the culture that we're currently finding ourselves in, I'd say success is defining success for oneself Mm. and everything potentially for oneself rather than relying on a culture potentially swayed by groupthink and many other manipulations that I'm not sure are always in the highest of the individual. Elijah, what do you want most in life? Speak it. Mm, what do I want most in life? What I want most in life is to live from a place of wholeness and balance and to experience rippling bands of light of manifestations of that in community, in connection, in harmonic co-creation with my brothers and sisters of the world. Um, I want us all to experience wholeness and to... to uh, create a, create a world where beauty and love is the most celebrated. Uh, that's what I want. Ask any question to Elijah in 10 seconds or less. Well, that sounds like the perfect time to officially continue well breaking done. normal without the app. Fred knows what's up. <laughs> okay, apparently. okay. You called it Fred. Is that not Fred? Now... Isn't what I, isn't that what I call it in the yeah, training video? That's what you said. Yeah, you're this, like, I'm Fred. so happy you said this because <laughs> is that not what you alluded to? You called something Fred last night. Fred is is like a key player in the band of light. Yeah, he comes through all the time to just kind of help guide the energy. He plays trumpet too, mouth trumpet. 
Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you said this. This one, I'm just so happy behind <laughs> me because I, that's what I could not believe. I, I couldn't even believe it. It, sound, it seemed too much like like if I retold the story, I wasn't sure if it was true. So I wanted to play the game to yeah. make sure, or I watched the training videos to make sure that I actually said. Fred. You really said Fred, and yeah. then you watched those training videos on the, or just one of on them. the drive over here, here. and now it's like, like oh, Breaking Normal's got a Fred too. Okay, that so. one, that one, I take. Uh, I take that very quite sincere, mm, mm. actually, because I've recorded those videos. You saw my daughter; she's probably like six months mm-hmm. or less. So that was right. like two years ago, maybe. Oh, it's been many stages around the world where Fred has made his appearance, and I actually just, in this moment, am, am considering the possibility that Fred is so multidimensionally present and available that he's actually assisting multiple systems to be built and architected, and so he, we actually might be even sharing Fred. He might just be kind of doing a double role here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so in the, to thicken the plot a little bit, originally we were supposed to do the podcast 24 hours ago. Correct. But then I would have not been able to see – it got rescheduled till now. <laughs> and then um, I would have not been able show last to night. see yeah. or hear about this Fred mm. character, this – but I got to experience it first last night. I'm like, I, this. not only everything else you were doing last night <laughs> – but then Fred came out, and I was like, this is almost too much. It, Fred hasn't come out for a, a good while, too, I have to say. So it could have something to do with the fact that you were in the room. Because mm. as with every expression, even this conversation, it's like if we are truly committed to presence, we're we're just bubbling up with what's emergent. Right in this in this co-creative flow state, and uh, la- last evening was a great example of that. And just moving with what's what's coming through, what's emergent, and uh, and Fred just made his appearance for the first time in probably a year. I haven't seen Fred in a good while, so that's that's something special. Wow. Well, since I'm yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'll Fred. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you Fred. For, <laughs> thank you for being here, Fred. Mm-hmm. And for uh, I know we've alluded to people, I mean, if, uh, several times to what happened last night, and people might be hearing about you for the first time in this uh, interview. So I'd be curious, like, how would you explain to the novice or the new listener what did happen last night? Um, maybe personally to you, and literally, like, on a musical level. Right. That's a that's a great and challenging question. Always, um, I I often joke that. It's the most asked question of my life as a as a musician, as a as an artist. Is oh, so what kind of music do you play? It's like simple enough question, and yet it's the hardest one for me to answer because um, I'll just reframe to 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 last night. So last night we uh, some of the Boulder family. You know, I did a New Year's Eve show, and and there was a few friends who were present. Like, oh, can you do one more thing before you go? And I was like. I'm actually pretty good with a couple of days of rest before I go, but then it just came together 24 hours uh, notice. They got a venue and they just said, we got a venue for you. Do, are you sure you don't want to do one more thing? So of course, you know, it. it I just felt my heart uh, always leaps to the occasion, um, rises to the occasion to, to share uh, and, and bring community together. So last night what happened is from a, Let's just say if you were walking in the door, it would l- seem as though um, there's a man on the stage with a guitar and making s- 
singing and and you know making music right so that's one layer of what was happening but the, there's so many layers of depth to what occurs in in the field at a band of light experience which is what we call that so the band of light experience is a is a global um phenomenon that has been growing for the last 16 years or so since we started in 2004 and the band of light experience is really just um a collective experience that we're all having of 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 becoming aware of deeper layers of truth of who we are as family for each other and music is really just a facilitator of that space we're, we're really coming together in in the space of a concert or you know um, uh, an event and yet as may, many of you may have noticed you can go to a concert and feel like very separate from what's happening on the stage at least i have most of my life i'm often in the audience just kind of wishing there's a little bit more connection or interaction with the artists on the stage or the the band on the stage and and i i made a commitment to myself um that when i bring my music out into the world um i want it to be an experience that everyone can feel themselves in i want it to be an experience that brings us together rather than creates that separation of oh we're up here on the stage and you're all there listening so the band of light is really uh, a space that is being generated and co-created by communities around the world and audiences worldwide of of banding together and getting into this uh, experience of what co-creation feels like so it's kind of like environments that give us training wheels to to try out what co-creation feels like and for some that might just be sitting back in the back of the room and just feeling it right Not for others it might be to sing along or to move their bodies or to actually um alchemize with us in the space so that's that's a little glimpse into what was happening last night man yeah there's a lot to explore for me out loud i'm a fan of synchronicity so and i just and i like to so a lot of times the like music that's playing including you speaking right now seems to be like the soundtrack to my life when i pay it closer attention and I'm just thinking, like, this. first of all, the circle of light in front of me, it is definitely, every time I close my eyes, I just see, like, a band of light, actually, which is interesting. Um, second of all, tr I believe I know so much what you're talking about in my own way, um, because I've gone to so many conferences, retreats, seminars, presentations, concerts, and felt the same thing. Especially when it came to like speaking or presenting, like especially if it's meant to build community, I'm like, okay, this like I've heard the phrase the sage on the stage. My aim with the what I would call tribe designing, which sounds almost synonymous with band of light, um, is creating that instead of a sage on a stage where everyone is actually connecting is in the best way possible, and that that presentation is still happening. And it usually is in a circle of light beings. Um, that's how it usually goes down. So we usually do our stuff in a circle. And this is actually happening right now in Hawaii, in on the north shore of Oahu, I think the 15th one. And this is the first one I passed off to my old business partner where we birthed the first one, which was definitely like we were in Anahola mm -hmm. and just sitting there like let's, let's, like, let's mastermind something. That was our intention. And Fred, I would say, Fred was probably there facilitating a lot of, of this. Oh, yeah. Pulling it all together <laughs> from back there. But we decided, we were like, we're going to tribe design January 1st. Um, that was 2012, I believe. Or no, 2004. It was five years ago. 
and we're like, we're going to do the first one. And we it took a long time, but we got to this point where we did a retreat or a festival like a hundred for a hundred people almost a month later in Kauai. And Tubby Love and Amber Lily were there. And I realized that same night I met you for the first time, I met them five years ago exactly for wow. the first time in Kauai. And mm. this was the second time I've seen them in person. Wow. That must have been right when I left Kauai. Because I had done nine years on And Kauai. this is what I yeah. learned to find out. That, yeah. So I'm making this – I know we mm-hmm. could talk about so many things, but I'm just – I love the podcast because I can get to know someone. Yeah, yeah. And per, because I believe what's most personal is most universal. And this is like what's personal to me. And the, between you right now, I'm like, so you were out there in Kauai for nine years. Tri- like I could say tribe designing before tribe design was even a word or a phrase put together. And we rode this wave so seriously, and I'm still riding it, and now I'm riding it in a totally different way. Yes. What, yeah, what do you find from all this? Yeah, well, I have to say, you know, many of us have been in the dojo, and we, it's, a, it's almost like everything behind us from this moment in the time stream was dojo Jedi training for this moment, right? And that will be true tomorrow as well. So, But it's never not the game. Like, we're in it right now, and it was it then too but looking back i see that all of the experiences that living in hawaii and having that as my root system which it still very much is in my heart that that's my root system i just happen to be you know traveling and troubadouring around the world you know with with music and sound as kind of a vehicle for for serving community growth and building and and creating some of the back end infrastructure from the future reverse engineering in to these moments to allow for a graceful transition into what we're about to walk into. So that's part, that's a little, um, you know, mystical, uh, just do drop description of kind of also a, a deeper glimpse into what the core focus of the band of light really is, which is, um, you know, ultimately to serve the, the long-term, um, sustainable community centers on the planet where we will transition out of, uh, short-term um, festival experiences into longer-term seeds being grown and and really lineages growing from from New Earth community, which I feel we're all playing our part in. So finding our role within what new systems are emerging as this one is crumbling is is a very uh, sensitive and and touchy subject because many of us, in a way, are kind of like renting an apartment in buildings that are literally crumbling. That's how I see this current system. It's like we're, we're occupying spaces within an existing system that um, has a lifespan. And yet there, in terms of those of us who are here to be imaginal cells for, for the form that will emerge um, after the shift, um, that's really where I spend most of my time and most of my focus. So, you know, for the last 15 years, we've been in this um, traveling uh, bringing community together, studying deeply, um, you know, moving through the embodiment practices and, you know, right there with you and those of us who have been traversing those outer edges of self-mastery. And I, I know that I don't know anything at this point. I know that I'm I'm a, a student of life at this point. I know that I am here to, to be the of the greatest service I can to our tribe and, and, and watching how the answer to that question of how may I be of greatest service to the tribe, noticing how that, that the answer to that is continually evolving and, and kind of simplifying, actually, because I think many of us have come in with this feeling that we're here to do and be a part of something great, 
and yet really oftentimes it's it's not so much the lofty vision but more of a, a really simple small dedicated and focused note that we each have to play within the symphony of consciousness that we that we just are, are kind of honing in on and i feel like everyone's finding their notes and those who are like please sing it loud and and proud because we need you you know we we need the symphony to be um tuned up and and singing so that the great music maker can actually use us as the orchestra to create the new earth that we're here to to birth together so so that's what it is i mean that's a a bit of a poetic kind of broad stroke, but but really what I gather from all of what you just shared, brother, is that we, we share a lot of roots, you know, we share a lot of um, experiences that have shaped us that I feel are similar enough that we feel the instant resonance here and now. And what I'm interested in is, um, you know, really melting anything and everything in my system that I've carried uh, from my lineages, from my, my familial bloodline programming, from early relationship programming to um, even, you know, media, everything. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm an inner astronaut right now. Like, this searching the spatial environment of my insides to, to pluck any final free radical little distortions inside to in order to provide a contribution to the collective that is as pure and and true to to um, what I've come here to, to share. So that's what I'm currently up to. Hooey. I mean, there's so much there for me. The dry, so I'll tell a story. Just I had this idea once that still resonates with me. If the devil's in the details, yeah. then why don't we, why don't we uh, like why don't we focus on that that to mm. give it wings? Mm, mm. And because if a, if a devil's a fallen angel, then maybe that's how you give it wings. So I'll make a, just a real personal story again of how I can relate to this. Bring it home, brother. Before, uh, when my when the when the clarity of mine and Deanna's relationship transitioning to a totally different thing happened. I was in Aspen before that for mm. th a three-night experience where I ran into bears every night, first of all, mm. including a mama bear with two cubs oh, wow. with an alarmingly close distance. Mm. Um, and the event that I was at was about your big thing as mm. a path to healing. Like if, if someone really focuses on their thing, mm -hmm. then that will be healing, first of all. I mean, a lot's going to happen, including maybe a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. And one of the exercises was to write the, uh, to write what our big thing is in a way. And I, my summary at that point was breaking normal culture and try designing it back together again. Mm. Mm. And what I wrote down is like the biggest fear was <laughs> my wife leaving me. Mm. Like that could be the outcome. Like it, the, in the exercise, the whole exercise was like. This the expressing or exploring the worst case scenario, yeah, and considering it, right? So you you discovered the worst case scenario, you explored it, you wrote it down in and a then way, it happened? yeah, and then it happened wow. in a way. Wow. But my big thing was uh, definitely around what you're talking about mm. with tribe designing. It was actually there is such a like just like freaking social media in my opinion and in my opinion as porn is to sex like social mm -hmm. media is to connection yeah i, I agree and that mm. porn and social media can be tools as well in my opinion mm. but man you gotta be careful 
and um, or playing with on fire, the project, yeah, said. yeah, playing yeah. with some real fire right yeah. there. I mean, some fierce fire with both of those realms, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, I have a lot to share about the the distorted, you know, streams that both of those uh, aspects of the matrix have opened up in people and kind of just capturing fallen angels. I mean, social media, just even just to speak to it for a moment, because I, I didn't want to cut you off, but just... I think you're putting to, it right to, in. The put it right in there, man. I mean, social media has, has actually reduced our ability to communicate to these, like, little tweets and blurbs and, and like, to the point where I notice that people don't even just pick up the phone and call each other anymore. You know, like, what... I don't know about you guys out there, but, like, for me, it was... It's so rare that somebody ever just calls me. You know, we do these texts and short little blips and we're sh often sharing very large emotions, you know, very deep, uh, subtle communications through very, you know, short little bits of information. And, and I think there's something beautiful about that and dangerous about that at the same time because as a composer, as a artist, as a myth maker, you know, and, and I, I feel like the intricacies and subtleties of nature are, are often lost. Our human nature is often lost when we um, are communicating and, and having relationships through social media and digital means alone. And I actually have a, a single coming out next year called Compassion. It's the title track of the, the current project I've been working on. And it's, it's about that. It's about meeting, meeting a woman on the internet and having this amazing connection and feeling like so much you know, magnetism and excitement and juiciness. And you're like, oh my God, this, this connection is so real. But then I'm holding my phone and I, like there's a, comes a time where you just want to throw down your phone and just ha you know, be human together. So I just, um, yeah, I've really been doing a deep, deep, uh, introspection and kind of a clearing with this new year of looking at the ways that I have been, um, kind of sucked into social media and the ways that I have kind of adapted my relationship style and communication styles to, to in a way fit into this matrix rather than let's let the matrix work for us and become more human and more expressive of our human nature. And that's somewhere I, I'm rooting for us all that we, we take technology there if we're going to interact with it at all, because um, yeah, there's, there's just, there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a big deal and and the, the i so i also so resonate with the simplicity of what if i had to guess and tap into the collective that we are all looking for is like just that true connection and how easy that can be but how distracted <laughs> the how distractful the world can seem like how many times have you actually had a conversation with someone over text or over a messenger of some kind and you're having a conversation like you know back and forth two-way connection but you're doing the same thing with like other people's messages coming in and it's like we've become so accustomed to in a way like everybody no matter what kind of relationship style you're in everybody's literally like polyamorous to the 10,000th degree in terms of your communication and tracking of multiple inboxes multiple things at once and I, I, I find just like the attention span is, is, has gotten less and less and my, my greatest joy is to have moments like this of presence, eye contact. I, neither of us have thought about our phones other than doing the game, using it right to, to create deeper presence 
and these are the kind of spaces I want to um, immerse myself in and create and, and explore uh, as community is ways that we can balance the spectrum from how sucked in we've been. And I think a lot of us are feeling it. A lot of us are feeling actually um, depleted, exhausted on certain levels of our consciousness and even physically from staring at these screens. And, and I think we found the edge. It's time to just like back it up a little bit, back to the garden just a bit, and we can still interact with these realms, but from a place that's rooted. And, um, and that would be my prayer for this, this new year for, for all our tribe. Man, thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. And thank you for tribe designing mm. right now. It's oh. like I know I'm not at the event that I actually kind of planned. Right. But this is – I'm saying that I've lived by for a while is sometimes the best the best plans are unplanned. And that oh. this is another affirmation of that. Mm. Oh. Yeah, if I was doing what I was planning on doing, I'd have never done this. Right. And uh, this, to me, seems quite significant. Mm. Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a good a good moment in the garden. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> is there anything else that you want to address? I know we're, I'm keeping an eye on the time yeah, here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for keeping an eye on that. Because I'm a bit in awe in a way. like, And this is really symbolizes a lot of the synchronicity that has been supporting me mm. going through some valleys of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it feels good. It does feel good. Yeah, I think it's a, what's coming up for me in this moment is in feeling you and feeling into your journey, what, you know, where what you've recently moved through and and relating to that uh, cellularly, emotionally, spiritually, some of the, the trials and tribulations and the ups and downs of my road. I recently just completed a relationship and of a year as well as moving out of a, the headquarters that, that I had built for the Band of Light and feeling like, when you're building something and then it it's time to close and, and feeling an unexpected chapter completion brings up a lot of uh, feelings of failure or worth and, and all of this. Did I do something wrong because I have to pack up and move out of this place? Not have to, but feeling the guidance showing you that this is the, this is the path. And, and all of those emotions that can come in with any kind of closure of a, of a chapter, but then the excitement of the new beginning and the spaciousness and all. So there's, I've been in that full spectrum of the washing machine right here with you in terms of, um, you know, what any major initiation or transformation process entails. Uh, and all I can share is that I feel like we each as master beings have chosen to kind of outpicture a holographic, uh, personalized fingerprint version of the same transformational wave that we are all on and we're all sharing. And what feels important to share at this time is that for those who are listening and for, for us as well here as sitting here as brothers is that, you know, no one's journey is, is less or more important. I'm, I'm no better than you. I'm no better than anyone out there who's going through what you're going through. And it's, it's so important to like keep humbling ourselves to find the tone of equality in our spiritual journey because, um, you know, the days of putting pe- teachers on pedestals or sports stars or movie stars or rock stars or podcasters, like, no one has it more figured out, actually, than than you in the core of the core of who you are. And if we if we can get to that place of the home tone, I like to call it, you know, just that, that tone of equality, the great equalizer that lets us know, you know, I'm on this journey just like you, learning, figuring it out. Um, and we're also masters coming in here to really do some work and move energy in this realm and reclaim 
our birthright of the space that um, that we occupy and and that 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 is okay too for you to to experience your power and experience your connection to to your source and so that that perfect blend of the child mind with a master's intent is um you know i think what we're we're here to find that balance and and to be humble but to be noble right as, as they say be humble for you are made of earth be noble for you are made of stars um as i think the the native proverb goes and i just yeah just i would love to share that um because I need that reminder sometimes too when I'm being deeply humbled by life. But sometimes it's helpful to have a, a brother just or a sister come up and give me a big hug and be like, "You're amazing," and just remind me to like keep my starlight shining even as I'm being humbled by the human experience. And then other times you're all just up here and you're like, "I'm, I'm good. I, I, I've been doing good this week. I got." The, you know, the, the flow's rolling in and then you're like, oh, but I haven't paid attention to my body or, you know, relate, like something will come to humble you back to earth. And it's, a, it's just balance and wholeness is the key. That's my prayer for all of us is just to keep calling those parts back that want to just flex out into these extremes of, of the polarity and the separation. Cause that's, you know, that's how this realm was constructed is to, to experience polarity, to experience these, these extreme uh, you know, opposites of duality, and we think that light is better than dark, but it's not. It's it's just aspects of self that we need to reclaim and embody. And so, yeah, for those of us who are doing that that next level graduation work of um, of really stepping into a space of wholeness and balance, and kind of unplugging from the conversations that are that are just continuing to do another cycle of polarity. Uh, may the force be with you, and it's it's going to get easier as we share and compare notes and um, and band together. So that's what it is. When you said uh, "May the force be with you," I was looking at the time, and it was thirty three thirty three on the recording. Boom! Right, right, right around there. So and is. I will say, I w I'm excited to re-listen to this mm. podcast myself. Mm. So um, curious if other people feel that way. You can always leave a review on the. Apple podcast thing is the most advantageous to the algorithm because I want this band of light to keep spreading. It uh -huh. feels that supportive to me. If people want to support you, what's the best way for them to follow or find or connect with you? That's a great question. At this point, if you want to, if you hit the IG, you can go to Elijah Ray Music. You can find me on most of the socials that way, Elijah Ray Music. Um, also, ElijahRayMusic.com will give you access to some of what we're cooking up for 2020. We're about to release a new app, actually, in our camp as well, and a platform and a, um, a live broadcast series of experiences. So for those of you who are still in the mystery, like, well, what? I heard the words, but give me some of this experience. We're gonna we're gonna be doing uh, monthly full moon and new moon uh, live broadcasted events this year. So keep keep uh, keep in touch with us for that, and and excited to connect with everybody on the wave. Well, you mentioned mystery and uh, that mystery music movement and mimetics. We mm. that's how we summarize the quadrants of what tribe design is. Oh, beautiful. And like those are the modalities of connecting a tribe as fast as possible and as best as possible. Mm. It's like really getting in touch with those. And we're about to approach that 444 mark. So one thing I thought about, um, I would love to get an ohm with you. Let's do this. Do you, how would you guide us? And I've never done an ohm with these headphones. Oh, or... man. I would just back the, back the speaker up a little bit, the mic rather. And um, I mean, let's just... I, I've seen, as have many of us out there, seen the Ohm Baby 
video moment, which is so beautiful, by the way. And um, I, I would just offer maybe for each of the the listeners out there too, that you could join us in this. What what would we? What sound would we make if we were to take a moment to hold our own inner child? What what tone would we make to calm and center our own presence? So it is. Yeah. Rasta. Man, so Thank much you. more to talk about. Yeah. Job blessed. Oh, we've just begun, my brother. Yeah. 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 I'm, hey, blessed journeys. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'd, I would love to stay here for hours. <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm kind of just like. It will be a miracle if I make the flight. So just wish me luck on a speedy, uh, smooth transition. And um, I look forward to, to speaking more soon and sharing more with your community, our community, the great community. And, and we're in this together, you guys. So let's make it good. Keep flying high. Aloha. It's nice to see you up there. I saw someone take off a mountain today. I don't know if you saw that video. I did. That I, yeah, I kind of look at you in the same way with the way you uh, ride those acoustics. So thank you. Thank you, brother. Much love. Okay. Elijah just flew off. <laughs> and um, I figured I'd, if for, I know we alluded to the app so much that if anyone wants to find out about that or use that, it is available right now for testing and use on the iPhone Apple Store. Just search Breaking Normal. Um, we have it ready to be published on the Android, but what we're going to do is it looks like we're going to train a hundred people. We could be flexible on that number, um, to be the best breaking normal app users before we launch it officially on the Android and beyond. And, and with a potential new feature where you can actually tip each other, therefore getting paid for each other's perspective through the gift economy. <laughs> um, I'm basically feel a responsibility in my bones to continue stewarding this project as I don't know of a better way to connect with people online. If anyone does, please let me know. But in a true heart sync rather than like a group think or following people and edit, edit and highlight their lives, this is the real deal. The Breaking Wall app puts people on the spot to explore life's biggest questions in one unedited take via video. And we have a breaking normal basic training that we want to take a hundred people through, get them ready to kind of be like the on the front lines of this new frontier of breaking normal social media. And if that interests you, uh, just email me ASAP because I imagine it's gonna the others will probably fill up pretty quick. It's Daniel at breakingnormal.com. Email me that you uh, breaking normal basic training and the subject. And uh, I've, as you heard from the podcast, I've been going through quite a bit, but that project looks like it's going to be quite tackable quite soon. And uh, it's a new, hey, this is the year. This is the time. It's the new now, always and forever. So if you want to make the most of the tools that we got at our fingertips and not get used by them and start breaking normal apps, breaking normal social media, breaking normal culture, hit me up with that break for that breaking normal basic training. And, uh, it's such an honor to synergize with Elijah on in this moment and many moments that I remember in the future. Thank you, Elijah. Thank you all. God bless. Peace. This boy and girl are going to be well equipped when the time comes. 
to take their places as worthy members of adult society. Thank <laughs> you.